Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. I mentioned I really enjoy all the support and messages that I've gotten via voice message from listeners who are uh, colleagues and friends, and also new listeners. So this one is from John White. He is the founder and CMO of Social Marketing Solutions. John is amazing at assisting entrepreneurs with their content marketing and PR by telling the right story on the right platform to the right audience. So I'm going to share with you John's message and then talk a little bit about how it relates to our episode today. Thanks, John, so much for that wonderful, warm message. I really, really appreciate it. Now, it got me thinking, since you are the personal branding guy, how does executive presence connect to personal branding? And what is their intersection, and how is personal branding important for executive presence? So let's start with some kind of obvious marketing or personal branding type concepts, and then we'll go a little bit deeper. So the first thing, and you'll hear this from others who teach executive presence, to me it's not the most important thing, but it is um, relevant, is do you, number one, principle one, do you look the part, right? Again, it's the power of expectation. So if you go in there, and everyone who's an executive in that company or that conference wears blue jeans and you are wearing a tuxedo, that might not go so well for you and vice versa. So again, it's not about having the nicest clothes. It's not about having the fanciest clothes. It's about do you look the part? And the part is specific. It's the part that the people, not you, it's the part that the people perceive as someone having executive presence. If you remember our definition of executive presence, it's the ability to inspire confidence that you have the ability to lead in a given situation. So it's about inspiring confidence in others. It's not about you just having something, right? It only matters in the sense that it convinces others that you have this presence, that you have the type of leadership that they're willing to take a risk on and follow. So that's number one. Do you look the part? And looks can also extend to being attractive. Obviously, uh, more attractive people have a leg up when it comes to executive presence. Height, which we talked about uh, recently on an episode, also makes a difference as well. And even other things like your race or your gender can make a difference too when the context is such that someone like you has or doesn't have executive presence. So that's one. Two, from a personal branding perspective, do you sound the part? And you'll hear this advice a lot too, even to the point where someone might ask you to take elocution lessons or to get rid of your accent. And I don't really subscribe to that advice. Obviously, people have to be able to understand you. What I don't like is trying to erase who you are to meet some type of model that is not you, because to me, that is not authentic. So within 
the realm of still being able to communicate clearly and effectively. I don't believe you should try to become or emulate or talk like someone else because, and here's the key, that someone else is changing all the time, right? So then you end up into this, what they call code switching, where now you have to talk like one person here, one person there, one person another place, and then back to where you were here. Are you exhausted? I'm exhausted from having to keep track of how I'm supposed to talk and what types of words I'm supposed to use here and there. Now obviously there are some small minor modifications that we all make, right? We don't talk to a five-year-old the same way we talk to a 50-year-old, but outside of that, frankly, I don't think um, the code switching is something to aspire to. Now, what does that mean? Do you sound the part of the person who has executive presence is important because if you don't that may be used against you. Again, that doesn't mean that you have to change everything because that may only be partially effective and that may not be the most effective version of yourself. But just to understand from a principal's perspective, one, do you look the part? That's a common expectation for personal brand. And two, do you sound the part? Sounding the part also includes what types of messages are you sending, right? It's not just the way you talk, it's what are you talking about? Are you talking about trivial things that this group will find really great, that's what they want to hear about? Or are you talking about substantive things where in another group they're like, wow, we really need the deep discussion, we don't have time for the trivial things. It has to match the expectations of what a leader in that context would have. Again, that's what gets you the executive presence. Not anything inherent to yourself, it's sort of the matching between what you bring to the situation and what is expected in that situation. The third principle, and to me this is the deeper, more important principle that overrides the looks and the sound, and that is, do you feel the part, right? It's not just about looks and it's not just about sound. It's in that context, do people feel that you'll be able to lead? Do they feel you have what it takes to make an impact? And that could come from various areas or various states of being or the way you handle things. So again, we talk about the six degrees of executive presence, being proactive, resolute, equanimity, stillness, engage in confidence are all different states of being that will help you there. And finally, in terms of feeling the part of a leader with executive presence, do you recognize the pain, the difficulty? I don't mean pain necessarily psychologically. I mean the pain of the problem that they're trying to get through. Do you recognize that pain and are you operating in a way that gives people confidence that, yeah, you get it, and you have some experience or ideas or way of being that makes it more likely than another person that you should be the one for them to follow to alleviate that pain. That's what executive presence is about. So it's important to understand the way your looks and sounds uh, can impact executive presence, but those are just on the surface. None of that matters if people don't feel you, if they don't feel 
your executive presence. Doesn't matter how tall, good looking, and well spoken you are. If they don't feel it, that will not amount to anything, or it won't amount to anything for long, right? As soon as we get to the pain part, right? And then you have to actually do something. Everyone's gonna be like, okay, yeah, pass. Give me someone else who can actually make a difference. That's the person we should follow. So, John. Um, you didn't ask me a formal question, but just thinking about um, how you and I have uh, had these conversations in the past and, and met at conferences and communicated uh, over email and LinkedIn, uh, it inspired me to come up with this episode. So thank you so much for sharing that with me, that message of encouragement. I really, really appreciate it. John White, I will share his information in the show notes. Look him up for your social media marketing solutions. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As we begin this episode, I want you to pause just for a second and think about how confident you are in your current job or your current role. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being supersized confidence, you got this, and a 1 being, yeah, I'm not really sure (laughs) how much longer um, I'm going to have this job. Think about for yourself where you fit on that scale with your current role. And we'll, you'll understand why I asked that question as we get further on in the episode. But I think it'll be helpful for you just to think about that uh, and see how that might apply to your executive presence. So today's episode... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.